Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex <laughs> i'm very upset right now because i i want to review the new stardom talk show kiramiku murigoto stardom which is a very fun show um karen in translation actually translated it all um and that was very nice of her i watched it twice um because once without the translation and once with the supported translation um because it was even funnier um but somebody won't let us review it unless uh i don't tangent too much and unless i keep it to a minimum on my fucking digressing and it's i'm just i'm 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 upset you're making it worse on yourself with this with this monologue like this is bullying. This is bullying. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is blackmail. This is this is not okay. <laughs> oh my god, Dylan! <laughs> I want to review the talk show too. Okay, it was funny. I enjoyed it, but Stardom decided that this was the week they would have four shows in the space of five days. So, kind of have to do that. You know, it's kind of kind of the purpose of what we do here. You know, I'm here for the bits and the bits only. Uh, that was of that was pretty apparent, I think, to to anybody listening. That's, and this that talk show had many bits, like so many, I like know. so many. I was like... the one who told you to watch it. I know. I... But with that, we are on to the review section. Um, so there was two shows this p- past weekend. Uh, Stardom rushed one of them up. Um, I didn't even realize this until like earlier today, so I, I had to speed watch the entire show. Um, so that was fun. But this was on October 30th. Uh, this is in Act City Hamamatsu. This had 374 fans, which um, their their website says was full. Um, so there was, you know, basically a sellout. And in the opener. I will be honest, I watched every match on this card, but I did not watch the opener. Uh, Koguma beat my Sakurai in just under 10 minutes, and there was not a hope in hell I was watching this um, you know, for free. I, I kind of wanted to, because the pictures on Twitter looked very funny. Because um, for whatever reason, 
Koguma looked very pissed off. And, like, it looked like she was, like, shooting on Mai. Even though she wasn't. I know she wasn't. But, like, she looked really mad. And I was like, oh, that's probably really fun. And she also stole Mai's headpiece. Um, and just, like, she had it for the rest. Like, I think she still has it. Like, it, it was very funny. Um, the Twitter exchanges from this was very funny. Obviously, I didn't watch it. But I, I was thinking about it because I feel like it was probably a, a fun match. Because Koguma probably just fucking mauled her because she's a bear. I mean, maybe, you know, mauled her and, and took 10 minutes to, to do so. Um, Damn, 10 minutes? That seems long. Bro. Yeah, I, I don't really understand Ugh. it. But um, the next match was Hazuki and Unagisaka wrestling to a 15-minute draw. Um, I watched this, and honestly, it is so much better than I could have expected. Like, I think this was the best possible match that Hazuki and Unagi could have had, um, as far as, like, a draw goes. Um, you know, I thought Hazuki was great. Obviously, she was just, like booting Unagi in the head a lot and doing a lot of really cool wrestling and honestly Unagi held up her end of the bargain pretty well I, I, I thought she probably had one of her best performances that I've seen her have so far um so yeah just a, a really good match all around I definitely recommend people check it out which um I was surprised by I thought I would be like oh yeah it was grand but then I was like oh this was really good holy shit so yeah yeah I, I wasn't as crazy about it um I did like it though I I thought that it was a good display of Hazuki's offense because we haven't really seen that yet. Because um, basically every match he's been in outside of the uh, one against water and oil, it has been like her getting her ass beat for the entire time and then eventually kind of making a comeback. And it was sort of the opposite here. So uh, I, I did enjoy this. I thought Hazuki brought a lot to the table that we have sort of been waiting for with the big boots and just with a certain level of aggression, especially later on. Um, but overall, I probably wasn't as big a fan as, as you were. Um, Unagi at one point hit the worst looking spinning face buster I've ever seen. Um, it, she calls it break through the castle gate. I don't know what fucking gate she's breaking through with that shit. Cause it looked terrible. <laughs> um, but other than that, I thought she also did pretty fine. Um, you know, a random thing. Hazuki offered a handshake like she she's been doing that now because she's like a baby face I guess um and it it was like the most sinister thing I've ever seen because like she like I think she was trying to be like she was trying to show that she was like being genuinely nice I don't think she was trying to be like you know underhanded about it but she like her trying to look genuinely nice in a wrestling match is scary because like you're so not used to it it's like I feel like she's going to just, like, break her arm <laughs> when she goes to shake her hand. But she doesn't. Um, And I don't know. It's just, it's one of those weird things that's, like, you're not used to. Like, I don't think Azuki ever in her career, since she, you know, left the first time in, like, 2015, I don't think she's ever shook, ha shook hands with people. Um, So it's kind of insane. I, I thought that was a cool little touch. Um, And, yeah, she's a, she's a baby face. How do you feel about that? I know I'm not supposed to be tangenting because I want to do other things, but how do you feel about her as a baby face? Because I think there's a... It's it's a weird, it's weird in a way. Am I wrong? Well, the only way for Not her to weird, be but... a heel in Stardom is to do the away to tie stuff. So this is about yeah. the best you're gonna get if you want. That's her to the get thing. <laughs> That's the thing is that like I don't want her to be a heel because I think her as a heel would very much limit her. Um, but it's really because like I feel like she's not she's holding back a bit of the aggressive tendencies. You know what I mean? Um. 
near the end, she sort of like let it all go. And like the last two minutes, I really loved because she just started fucking hitting her in the back of the head with forearms over and over again, which is like one of my favorite Hazuki spots is her just like getting on top of someone and like mounting them and beating the shit out of them. Um, but I, I definitely thought that there was like certain points where it's like she definitely could have laid it in more um, if she was trying to be an asshole, but she's not trying to be an asshole. And I kind of wish she was trying to be an asshole. Um, so that that was a little thing that I talk, took from it, but um, it's not that big of a deal. I think she is still making an impact. I'm really enjoying her return. Fair. Um, let's see next match. Hold on. I, <laughs> I've lost it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's so the next match on the show was a Blue Goddess match. Uh, this was Azumi and Momo Anabe beating Waka, Skiyama, and Lady C. Um, this is pretty simple stuff. Like, uh, Waka and Lady C kind of got a bit of a a fight back and then Momoa's just overpowered them and put them away and then uh in a bit of a nostalgic sight Momo just pinned Waka with the B driver um reminded me mm. of uh you know late 2018 and early 2019 stardom when every show would end with uh, a Momo B driver and the win yeah that B driver was fucking that used to be like the move oh, oh yeah she yeah cause everybody like, cuz i mean you know again not to tangent too much but at that point like only one person had ever kicked out of the fucking peach sunrise um and it was kagetsu and she ended up being knocked out after kicking out like that was like i think it was kagetsu and mayu were the only people to ever kick out of the peach sunrise um by 2019 so like <laughs> the the b driver was kind of like the move that she just used to beat everybody um mm-hmm. that didn't deserve to be beat by the peach sunrise so yeah <laughs> it's kind of a, a cool little callback and obviously waka is not even at peach sunrise letter level let alone peach thunder yeah yeah poor waka um i thought this was probably about waka's best individual showing though i thought she was she was fairly good in this match um i know you didn't see it but i think her her improvement is very noticeable based on this one but um it was that match. Uh, the next match was a red goddess block match it was sayakamitani and utami Hashishta. Beating Rina and Hanan, uh, Saya pinned Rina with the Star Crusher in just under ten minutes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! Um, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Hold on a second. Um. All right. Yeah. So this this was okay. Um, Utami and Saya weren't super interesting working on top, and honestly, a lot of the energy came from Rina and Hanan. Um. No, I guess you could you could say Rina was a better wrestler than Utami on this day, <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, this was just this was just easy, easy there, brother. Come on, easy. Well, listen, Can't be saying like, that. Listen, well, listen, like it was you know for this one match, I think Rina definitely outperformed Utami, and she, she should be world champion now. But um, yeah, I overall, think Hanan should be world champion, but you know that's just me. Yeah, well, you're biased, but yeah, this this was just a match, really. I don't, I didn't come away uh, super excited for for either team, unfortunately. Um, next match on the show was a Blue Goddess block match. It was Starlight Kid and Ruaka beating Mina Shirakawa and Tam Nakano. Uh, Kid pinned Mina with the Black Tiger punishment or the Wrath of the Black Tiger, whichever one you call it. Enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah, I I thought it was good. Um. It wasn't like amazing or anything, but there was a lot of really cool forearm exchanges. 
and Rocca was really up to the task here of, of going in there with, with Mina and Tam. So, you know, this wasn't like a great match or anything, but honestly, it was it was a decent little match that uh, overperformed. Yeah, I didn't watch it, um, but I do have a few comments. So I, I shouldn't have any comments, whatever. Um, one thing about the, fi- the the Hazuki-Unagi match was that, like, the time of the draw, everybody was like, eh, um, including me, I thought it was a kind of stupid result, um, especially considering Hazuki's uh, lack of singles matches leading up to her, um, you know, world championship match. She kind of looks like a, a dweeb. Um, but also, the defense to that was, oh, well, they don't want, like, their challengers slash their champions to be pinned, um, or to be beat, even. Tam lost this match, and then Micah lost later. So I don't think that's the. I don't think that's it. Um, but look, it, it's whatever. I just, I just wanted to okay. mention. Yeah, that. honestly, the, they shouldn't have gone through with the Hazuki Unagasaka match. Like there was no way for that to end well for either party. Um, and I understand that the other match was Koguma and My Sakurai, so you couldn't change it to a tag match since that's a tag league match. But I mean, just do a fatal four way. You know what I mean? Like just have multi-person match and you can pin my sakurai and then you don't have to do the draw but it's obviously not how rossi's mind works and he he just went with the draw because at the end of the day in three months time we will never remember that match happened or who won or who lost so it is what it is because nobody won or lost yes um but it definitely wasn't the best way to build either of them up which may get onto when we talk about kawasaki super wars i don't know um, I want to get through this show first, though. The next match was Red Goddess block match. Natsupoi and Himeka beat Fukigen Death and Saki Kashima. Uh, Poi pinned Kashima with a La Mahistral. I don't know. This says it was eight minutes, but it felt a lot longer. I just I didn't <laughs> have a good time with this match for some reason. Um, I only liked the end when when Poi and Kashima were kind of doing some some high paced wrestling. But honestly, I just I didn't really love this one. Um, maybe that was just me, and I just kind of checked out, but I, I really didn't have a great time with this, which is unfortunate, because really, a Fuki and Death Sakigashima match with, with Poi and Himeka should be very good, but this one just, just wasn't it. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's their hit or miss, kind of, um, at this point. Also, I'm just noticing that these are 20-minute matches, that's a lot, like, that they're 20-minute time limits. Yeah. I forgot that they moved those up too. Yeah. Gotta love gotta love stardom. Um next match on the show was a Blue Goddess tag league match. Uh this was in Katakura and Mayu Iwatani beating Micah and Shiri. Uh Micah pinned or sorry, Mayu pinned Micah with the Dragon Suplex. Um this is a pretty good match. I don't think it was like anything exceptional. But, you know, getting to see Mayu and Siri do some things in there was really good. Uh, Micah was kind of simping for Rin. She really took an interest in Rin. And that was pretty funny. Uh, Micah is a dork, I have learned. And I love her to bits for it. So, go Micah. Um, yeah, honestly, Micah's like, that best. was... Yeah, she is. Yeah, that was just the main thing. My takeaway was that Mayu and Siri doing bits was, was great. And Micah and Rin are cool. So, yeah, that was that. My phone keeps fucking going. I'm, I'm, I'm. I have so many distractions today. Um, it's, it's a mess. My life is a mess. Um, but that's okay. Mm. 
I'm sure it was a good match. Yeah. I'm actually going to go back and watch that one because it looked uh, pretty fun. Um, and yeah, we also didn't talk about uh, Micah dressing up um, for Halloween, which is the funniest thing ever. Um, <laughs> when when Natsupoy and Jumbo tricked her, or maybe not tricked her, but just undersold everything, and she showed up in like white face paint in a Mario costume, um, and it was like it was a whole thing. Well, she was a cat. Was she not Hello Kitty? She okay, but that looked like a Mario. Like she was Hello, Hello Kitty on the head, but that looked <laughs> like a Mario, like Mario costume. Like yeah. I was like, is she Mario Hello Kitty? Like is that the point, or is she doing like? Maybe. Did she do something wrong? Like, because I don't know. Maybe I'm not a Hello Kitty aficionado that I should be um, to know all of Hello Kitty's classic costumes. But yeah, I thought that was a funny point that I should point out. Uh, Micah's dope. Fair enough. Um... The next show to, well, not not so much review, uh, was on October 31st. Uh, this is in the Edion Osaka Arena, number two. This had 385 fans, which is a pretty good number by my recollection. Um, in the opener, Ruaka and Saki Kashima beat Waka Skiyama and Mina Shirakawa. Uh, Ruaka actually pinned Waka with uh, the freezer bomb. Um, so, you know, good, good on Ruaka there, getting a bit of build-up. Um, in a four-way match, Tam Nakano pinned Lady C. Uh, that match also involved Mayu Ubutani and Starlight Kid. So we did get some stars tribute spots, which I'm really looking forward to, to watching when the show goes up. Because, um, you know, Dude. I got a lot of nostalgia for stars. Was it Kid who tweeted, we were stars? That's like the yeah. most depressing shit I have ever heard. Like, oh my yeah. God. Like that, like that is, that tugs at the heartstrings of people who like, you know, used to be fans or people who, you know, like just people who lived through like stars, like reign of terror, except it wasn't a reign of terror because everybody loved it. Like that's, that's how great stars was, was that it never felt like they were being too much, even though they held like every single belt in the company. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of wild. Uh, I, I missed, I missed stars in a way. Yeah. It's, uh, they really have, um, Bastardized that faction, huh? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's Mayu, Mayu and Kogan, but I mean and Rin, I guess, and Hanan. Like I guess Rin's yeah, in it. It's just Mayu kinda. and friends at this stage. I don't. I don't yeah, know. we. I don't like it, but you know, it's it's fine. Um, anyway, the first block match of the show was a Red Goddess block match. Uh, Sayaka Kamatani and Utamiha Shishta beat Mai Sakurai and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Utami pinned Mai. Uh, this went just under 11 minutes, so there's not a hope in hell I watch this. Um, no. The next match was a Blue Goddess block match. Again, Siri beat Momoaz. Uh, Siri beat Momo. And the internet proceeded to get very angry. Um, did want to talk about this result a bit, because I would say if Siri walks out of Ryugoku as world champion, I would maybe pay a bit more attention to these wins she's getting over Momo. Because Momo's never beat her, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. The one time Momo probably would have beat her, uh, had to forfeit the match because obviously Siri's mom died the day before, I think, and so she she wasn't on the shows. Um, so you know Momo's never pinned Siri, and I think the I know it would be kind of too similar to the Utami Siri thing now, but I mean Momo not being able to beat Siri is a very easy way to build up to. Momo eventually beating Siri in a big match. Like, that is that is the way I can see this going. Um, so I didn't really mind the Siri pinning Momo thing. 
And honestly, I think it, it could be part of the more overarching thing here because I think we're still at the beginning of whatever arc Momo is on. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're trying to say, but I feel like stardom isn't as uh, big-brained as that. Like, I think they're pretty... Uh, they don't... They very much separate tag stuff from single stuff. So I saw this as Shuri didn't really need to pin either of them. Um, but that's just me. I, I, I think that long-term... Like, I wouldn't have had Momo pin Shuri, obviously. Uh, but I think, you know... Azumi pinning Shuri or Micah pinning, like, I don't know. I think that the exact, uh, you know, the exact pin and win wasn't necessarily necessary um, because it's a tag match and because this one, like, we won't pay attention to if they were to run the Momo Shuri storyline. Um, unless Momo beat Shuri for whatever reason, which I don't really see that happening either way. Um, so I, I don't really think it's as big as that of that as much as I think, oh, well, Shuri just, you know, beat Momo again, which is, you know, it happens, I guess. Instead of, you know, building Azumi to having the, you know, having Shuri's number going into their match or Micah and Momo's constant, you know, back and forth of who, of pinning each other and all that shit, or even Azumi just rolling up Micah. I think all of those um, could have been better ideas, but I also don't think this was a bad idea. I just think it was like a, lukewarm idea in my opinion yeah i mean i guess we can get onto it in a little bit that like they, they've done a very bad job of building the challengers for for kawasaki um yeah yeah i don't know i i feel like i trust stardom a bit more with this kind of overarching thing um just because why else would you have momo lose here if this isn't part of something you know i don't think it was necessary um, but maybe I'm overthinking it because I mean, like I pinned Tam the first day of the tag league, so maybe that's just you know it's tag league, so anyone can pin anyone kind of thing. But I don't know. I like yeah. to think that it's it's part of something. It's not. You know, Momo should eventually be the one to beat Siri if Siri does win the the belt, which I'm not convinced of. But you know, listen, um, it is what it is. Next match on the show and the main event was uh, Natsupoi and Himeka. Beating Koguma and Hazuki. Uh, Himeka pinned Koguma with the running powerbomb. Um, I'm actually really excited to watch this one back. I think this could be great. I mean, Himeka and Koguma are fantastic with each other. Uh, Hazuki and Himeka probably fucking commit murder on each other. And uh, Hazuki and Poi, just like wrestling in general, probably kicks ass. I don't know if they did any wrestling at Matinee. I think they did, and it was cool. Um, but yeah, saying that, just in a, in a match and in a two-on-two tag match is probably going to be great. So um am excited to see that one go up whenever uh, Stardom gets it up, which will probably be tonight, I'd say. They'll probably get this whole show up tonight. Yeah, um, I'm excited to watch this match as well. Um, only 13 minutes, which is, is very appealing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Jumbo winning with the con- concussion bomb is always, always cool, even though poor Koguma had to because be the one taking there. She, this yeah. is legendary shit. He she tossed a bear. bear. She concussed her. She concussed, oh man, that's dope. Um, you know, actually, so, again, I, I shouldn't be sidetracking, but, um, so I'm actually looking at the website, and now I understand how you do these shows. Um, because, like, this is, like, this is very easy. Um, it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I look at my notepad 
Um, and that's it. And I usually have nothing on my notepad other than, uh, oh, this match did this and that was cool. Like it, it, it's I'm all over the place. I understand how you are not all over the place. I gotta work smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? Just take the easy way. Yeah, um, I suppose. Yeah, with that, we are on to the preview section in probably record time. And the first show to preview is a pay-per-view. This is Kawasaki Super Wars. Uh, this is taking place in the Kawasaki City Todoroki Arena. Um, show is airing on Samurai TV, and it is a pay-per-view, so it's a, it's a fairly big show. Uh, tickets are... I've given up on predicting tickets, but there's only one set of tickets that are sold out. Um, so uh, that doesn't bode well, but listen, maybe they'll pull it out of the bag. Um see uh half half three start time is weird isn't it Three thirty, starting the, uh, it's, the a, it's a bit in the middle and in the late like you know it's like it's it is kind of weird yeah um so yeah i the capacity for todoroki arena is 6500 um and that's for not wrestling um that's for basketball, basketball? so yeah yeah so i imagine it the actual capacity is probably like 8,000. Um, so they're obviously not going to get 4,000, um, but I do think they probably want uh, north of 1,000. I think that's probably what they'd be going for. Um, mm. You know, I don't know if they'll... I think they'll probably get north of 1,000. Kawasaki's not a I bad think, I mean, there's one, there's one good thing sold out so far. Which doesn't really scream a ticket to me. Yeah, but I mean, like, if it... it I don't know. It depends on on a lot of things. I think it will be north of a thousand. A bit optimistic. Um, this show is going to be very early. Apparently, it starts at like half six my time, maybe. Um, I don't think I'll watch live because I'm not super interested in this one. So I, I think I'll just like go up and then check it out. I can't wait for time. like Mayu and Koguma versus fucking <laughs> fucking Little Big Planet to be like the greatest match of the year, and I'm just going to be like, "Ha, you suck." Because this starts at like 1 a.m. my time, so I'm I'm rock I'm rocking with it. Okay. If not earlier, yeah. in fact. You Americans are always very lucky with with that stuff. Um, yeah, it's half eleven Pacific, and then 2:30 a.m. So one thirty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one thirty for me. That's dope. Yeah, th- there's your time zone rundown there. Figure figure it out for yourselves. Um. Yeah, the opener of this uh, show, well, this is a dark match. It's uh, My Sakurai versus Waka. Um, there's not a hope in hell that I ever watch this match. There is no. I, I've heard some bad things about their last one, and I'm just not, I'm just not bothered. Um, the actual opener of the show is the future of Stardom Championship match. Waka defends against Lady C. Um, Waka is obviously win- winning. Like this is defense number one. Uh, Lady C has won one single match in her entire career. And I highly doubt that her second win comes it's, in a championship match. It's really a shame because, like, the entire story was Lady C's, like, I want to win another match before I challenge. And she just didn't. And now Roka's just fucking bullying her for it. It's like, oh, where's all those results you said you were going to you were gonna take in this match, huh? Where, you remember when you said you were going to win another match? Does, it looks like it didn't happen, huh? That kind of sucks. And Lady C's like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Poor Lady so, C. yeah. <laughs> it is really sad, um, but you know, hopefully, you know, Lady C does does good bits, good things. Indeed. Um, 
The next match is a Goddess of Stardom Tag League match. Uh, this is the red block. It is Saki Kashima and Fuki Gendeth versus Hanan and Rina. Um, this is boy. so going to be a three-on-one. This is going to be really funny. Like, straight up, Rina's just going to, like, just not be... Like, she's just going to... She's going to go to the other corner and beat the shit out of Hanan. <laughs> it's going to be really funny and really fucked up. That's why I predict, is that, like, she... Like, Rina doesn't even, like, wrestle against Saki and Death. I don't know. I think Rina's um, love of uh, beating up old bitches, as she likes to call them, might come into play here. Yeah, that's also possible. But I don't know. I, mean, I feel she, like she took a lot of pleasure in beating up Unagi Saka, and I mean, Kaori well, I mean, is older than Unagi, and Saki is also old. So I mean, she might enjoy this. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I just think it'd be really funny if she just started beating the shit out of Hanan, and they all just beat the shit out of Hanan. Even though I love Hanan, I wish she, you know won a match sometimes i don't think this one's it so no definitely uh, not yeah um the next match on the show then is um is micah versus saya kamatani versus mina shirakawa um assume mina is there to take the pin for uh saya or micah Micah. yeah be micah yeah since she's challenging for the world title um yeah i'm sure this will be fun i mean micah and saya they're always really good together because obviously they have like a long-term grudge and Mina is just kind of stuck in there really but I suppose she has nothing else to do given that you know Tam and uh, Unagi are wrestling each other and so is Mai and Waka so oh, this, this is a long card and all but I definitely think they could have slotted in Mina versus Rin in a singles match or something um, I know unless yeah. there's stuff going on with Marvelous that day I don't think there is um, I don't think so. I don't think they're running again yeah, until like I the 17th or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think then, so. But, you know, like, like... Rin takes other dates, so, I mean, maybe she, she's... Busy. Yeah, but, but like, even, like, Mina versus Maria in a singles match, Mina could have just beat Maria. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like... But then again, they probably don't want to do Micah versus Saya, uh, you know, because yeah. somebody yeah. has to win that match. Um, But, yeah, I think Mina's going to do the grab your pose, and it's going to be funny, and that's going to be the highlight of the match. Um, no, not the highlight of the match. This will be a good match, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a fine match. Indeed. Um, the next match is a tag league special. It's Himeka and Natsupoi versus Mayu Iwatani and Koguma. Um, I could probably see this one going to a draw. It's only 15 minutes. Um, you probably don't want either team to lose, and it should be a pretty fun match, though. I mean, you know, Mayu is great. She has great chemistry with Himeka. And obviously Koguma and Natsupoi can, can do some of the high-speed stuff. So I, I think this could be really good. I could see Jumbo winning here and then, like, challenging Tam. That's a very random... Maybe. But, like, that, that I, I can see random. some... I can, no, but I can see somebody, like, winning here and then challenging later. Like, this will be, like, their, their proof in the pudding. Um, And since... uh. Maybe like Jumbo wins here and then challenges uh fucking Sherry for the bullshit. Like I don't know. I I can see this being a uh, a bigger deal. Uh, maybe Koguma beats Natsboy and challenges Starlight Kid after. Like you know, I I can see this being used for that. Um, for a little bit of a a bump there. But otherwise, if this is just a a vacuum match, so to speak, I I think it'll probably go to a draw. Yeah. I mean, I could see Koguma pinning, like, Natsupoi and then challenging for high-speed belt, maybe. Yeah, that, that's what I mean, yeah. That could work, yeah. Speaking um, of which, why the fuck is the high-speed belt uh, a 30-minute time limit? 
Like that's like the opposite of what the high speed boat. Like that makes no fucking sense to me. I have no idea. Speaking of the high-speed championship, uh, that is on the line in our next match. It is Starlight Kid defending against Momo Watanabe. Um, presumably, Kid will retain here. I don't, I don't see much reason for, for Momo to win the belt. Um, so I, I guess Kid will win. I don't think this will be much of a high-speed match, though. I think this will be like more aligned with your uh, Kid versus Natsupoi than you know, the Kid versus Yoniyama. Um, yeah, I'm, this is a stupid match. Um, Kid is very, like, Momo's really good at getting rolled up. I think that that's, like, because her reaction to getting rolled up is always, like, per- perfect, where she's like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then she gets real mad, and it's like, it always works very, very well. Um, but this is just a, yeah, I don't, I don't like this one, really. Um. I liked it for a while because I was like, oh, that's an interesting little thing. Like, Momo challenges for ISB boat. But in actuality, it's just going to be a nothing match. And it's just going to not make Momo look bad because she'll probably just get rolled up. But it won't help her look good. And Kid won't necessarily look a lot better in the high speed realm of things anyway. Um, So it's it's a net negative for everybody involved. Um, Kid will keep being protected, which is good for her. Um, but she isn't touching any other championship other than the high-speed title anytime soon, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Kid wins, but I think it would be really cool if Momo won and then, you know, Naito'd the belt. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like it would be too too soon to, to cut off Kid's big title run, but yeah. it's just me. Um, yeah, I don't the know. The worst-case scenario... Been... The worst case scenario was Momo does exactly what she said she was going to do and win and then just give it back to Kid. Like, that would actually make everybody look like dorks. Oh, that'd be and... so stupid. That'd be the worst yeah. thing they've ever done. There's no yes, point. No. Oh, no, not at all. But, um, yeah, I feel like the, they haven't even done anything to, to really build up to this other than Kid making a few, you know, whatever comments about Momo. And, like... It would have been interesting if, say, Momo had been like, oh, I'm going to like try and wrestle high speed and some of my tag matches I'm going to learn from teaming with Azumi, but like she hasn't. She's just Momo. You know what I mean? She hasn't changed anything up, so there's no reason to really give a shit about her challenging for the high speed belt when she's going to just wrestle like Momo, you know? Yeah, and this entire thing was built around a kid calling Momo Shopai, um, and that's it. Uh, and if y'all remember... Momo's been called a Shopai at least 900 times at this point. So, like, you know, I get that it's like, oh, you know, B's her friend. And, like, that was, like, a, a like it's a term of, of endearment. Now kids stealing it. And I don't like it. And that's an interesting thing, uh, an interesting underlying thing, I guess. But, like, when that's, like, the entire uh, founding of Momo accepting the title match is Starlight Kid saying, oh, you ain't the leader of Queen's Quest, you're just a show pie, and then Momo beating the shit out of her. Not really that important. You know, like, that. that's not, there's not a lot to this. And that's sort of an issue a lot with Tag League. I feel like every year they fall into this issue where, like, all of the title matches um, end up being meaningless because they're too busy doing Tag League. Um, and it just sort of ends up being a mess. And this is one of those casualties, um, is the high-speed championship match. Yeah, well, that's pretty much every match uh, from here on out. Because the next match is Siri yeah. uh, defending the SWA Championship and her right to challenge briefcase against Azumi. 
Um, and again, I've been given no reason to believe Azumi is going to win here. Like, she's just been doing normal Azumi things, and she's getting that's why Shuri in the tournament, and we've seen that pattern before. Um, that's why I think the, the Shuri win over Momo was stupid, is because they definitely could have done something here. Um, like, they could have had Azumi pin Shuri, which is what I was saying last week, um, and made Azumi look like a genuine threat, even though, you know, metagaming this, we all know Azumi isn't a threat, but it definitely mm -hmm. could have made her look like a threat if she had pinned Shuri twice in the last month and a half. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Um, but they didn't do that, and so we're just here um, trying to believe that Azumi, who I feel like hasn't pinned somebody in, like, a, a, a couple weeks at least, um, I mean, unless she... Yeah, I, I like you know, like it's it just doesn't look good for her. Not at all. It's it's very much a nothing match, um, which is unfortunate because obviously they work really well together. Like this would be really well yeah. wrestled, but I have literally no reason to to buy into it at all. You know, this is just another placeholder challenger for for Suri, and since she's defending the right to challenge briefcase, like I know, Azumi is not inventing Ryugoku Sumo Hall, so there's like there's nothing to this one. Um, so yeah, I guess just hope it's a good match, but obviously series series retaining, and I mean Azumi deserves better than just being the uh, the Zack Saber Junior here who who wins in tournaments and then loses every important match ever. So isn't that happening in like four days? <laughs> like the exact same thing is happening with the fucking what is it Zack and and Takagi? Damn. She really is. She really is the Azumi, or he really. He shut up. I'm done. <laughs> um. Yeah. The next match on the show then is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match between Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. Um. Really, I'm not looking forward to this one. I thought, like, I was very high on their GP match. I thought that was the best possible way you could do a match between Tam and Unagi. Even then. If you were to like put a gun to my head and say give it a star rating, it would have been like three and a half. You know what I mean? Like, and that was yeah. the perfect representation of what these two can do. That is the ceiling, and I just worry that maybe they're gonna try and force something here that isn't there. You know, because Tam likes to go over the top in a lot of these Wonder Stardom Championship matches, and I worry that they're gonna gonna try and fake some, you know, grudge that just isn't there. Because they've never even alluded to that, you know what I mean? Like, there's been no comments back and forth. There's been no. You know, well, Nagi just tweeted something. Let me let me let me check this out. Hold on. Do do do. You can keep talking. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's just nothing to this match other than oh, Nagi beat her in the in the GP, and now she's challenging because that's what she gets, and it's like cool. I know Tam is winning and there's very little reason to care about the match itself because really this is just Unagi getting her challenge for, for be you know, shocking Tam on day one, which I was all for. You know, I understood that this would be the follow up, but I really don't think they went anywhere with it when there was probably a few uh, different ways you could go. Okay, so um Tam says, uh, oh you're trying to break through the gate. I have multiple gates, you dummy. Um a new technique will not beat me. You try, 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 try something different. Because um, Tam is an asshole to her friends, um, of course. Uh, and also, Unagi also said, um, do, do, do. Um, uh, 
yeah, there's nothing to this match. Absolutely nothing. Um, no, yeah, it's just this. Is, I'm gonna hate it. I, like, I like maybe I don't watch this one. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking right now. Cause like it might make me like so just like bleh that I won't enjoy the Hazuki uh, Utami match as much. So I might just just take a take a breather during this one. Maybe take a shower. Um, <laughs> when i watch this one yeah i don't know if yeah. i'm gonna watch this i mean I, I will at the end of the day because i i kind of it's kind of like our our whole thing but mm -hmm. uh yeah, no yeah. i feel that um and i mean look tam is winning we all know tam is winning i um, hope <laughs> i fucking hope oh man i mean unagi winning would be so out of left field i mean she's there's been no real presentation of her this level you know she i know she got 10 points on the gp and she did really well there but i don't think it was uh i don't think i came away from that thinking oh unagi is on the level of a tam nakano you know i don't think i came away from the gp with that thought at all yeah it, it, i mean they could just they could do the electric eel shock like the rainmaker shock and just have her simply win um you know, I think I will enjoy this match more if that's how I go into the match thinking it'll end, because then I'll at least oh. be happy with the finish. Um, Fair. Fair point. If I'm if I'm if I'm convincing myself that Unagi is winning, um, so I think Unagi is going to win this one. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think I think the world is going to end after that because uh, the eel who once said the n word on Twitter um, is oh <laughs> <laughs> I felt champion. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no i i just thought about that the other day because somebody tweeted about it and i was like man that did happen that did happen you know um, i've actually this is completely off topic i know this mm -hmm. i shouldn't be saying this because we don't have time um but i have been waiting for maki ito to accidentally say the n-word and everybody goes fucking crazy <laughs> because because she just says random swear words in english and i was like one day she's gonna say the wrong swear word and it's gonna be real bad and i'm i'm, I'm still waiting for that day because i think it will come i i i'm honestly it's and i'm going to laugh because it's i, I should stop now you you really should um that's that much. Um, I think Tam retains. I think she um, she's still running through the gauntlet of people who beat her in the in the tournament, and really, there's no point to take it off her because what big match could you do with Unagi? You know, at some of these pay per views, I think that's an issue you would run into. So I don't think Tam loses there. Um, that's that. Um, we're on to the main event. This is the World of Stardom Championship match. It is Utami Hayashishta taking on Hazuki. Never thought Stardom would make me completely uninterested in a Nutami versus Suzuki match, but Suzuki's not winning this. Like, let's just be honest with ourselves here. There's not a hope in hell she wins. Like, you know, Tami and Siri is the Ryugoku match. Suzuki hasn't really been built up to be this like huge threat either. It's not like she's been like beating absolutely everybody who's put in her way. So it couldn't even be like Nagi. No, it's like she's literally just there. You know what I mean? And Utami is so far above her that it's like, sure, if Hazuki gives her a good match, then Hazuki looks good coming away from it. But there's no reason for me to believe that Hazuki could beat Utami. You know, they haven't sowed any of those seeds of doubt in my head at all. Um, and this really just feels like Hazuki is challenging to give a big match so that they can sell tickets for this pay-per-view. 
all their biting time for for Ryugoku. Yeah, it's that's one thing is Stardom is really good at making Bazuki feel like a human, which I don't really like. Um, and by like by a human, I mean very un uh, special. You know, obviously she's special because she's Azuki, and like I feel she's special, and her wrestling is special, and I think she's a great wrestler. But like she doesn't feel like this, uh, like the shock to the system that they were that they were sort of uh, building her as, and that she was sort of building herself as. She has very quickly become um, a wrestler. You know, just she's back in the mix of things, and it was very uh, quick that they did that, and they also haven't been giving her a lot of uh, shine because of that it's it's kind of upsetting and the thing is is that like utami really has an uphill battle for the next couple defenses because um it's one thing that like everybody knows you're not going to lose in your first defense as world champion um and you shouldn't lose in your first defense as world champion uh so like her versus momo had that uphill battle but it was a great match so it didn't really matter and then past that the sell of a lot of utami's matches was well what if fucking utami just loses like what if like because you never really know. Like, what if Saya just shocks the world and beats Utami? Like, that was possible. It wasn't likely, mm-hmm. but it was possible. And that's sort of like the sell of championships in stardom post V1. You know what I mean? Um, and especially post V5 or so, which um, Utami is already well past um, five championship defenses. So, like, at this point, the sell of these matches should be slaying the beast you know slaying the, mm-hmm. the king the you know it literally says she's the king like that's her fucking nickname but like slaying the king and you know regicide and all that fucking cool bullshit that's sort of the point of championships at this point um and with the shuri thing looming that just isn't gonna happen you know what i mean uh it's just it, it it takes away all of the intrigue of the match um, which sucks because I think the match is on its own very intriguing. Um, so yeah, I think I think Kazuki's gonna make um, Utami look great. I, I've been saying this, and I, I talked to Scott about this obviously on his podcast. That's like it feels like Utami is going to be that um, the the powerhouse, the overpowering force against her challengers from now on. Um, in comparison to her earlier defenses where she was the underdog. Um, and I think Hazuki's perfect for that. I think Hazuki can sell her ass off for Utami. She can get her bursts of energy that she's great at, and then she can eventually lose to Utami. I think that's great. That's a great, um, you know, way for the match to go. And I hope that's a really, really good match. But a lot of the intrigue is gone because, you know, Hazuki just isn't going to win at all. Like, there's there's no... Yeah. There's no way she wins, which sucks. Uh, and honestly, like, do you think there's a chance that they go full Kapo here and just do a draw? Because, like, I mean, there's a 30-minute time limit no. to this match. Like, no. No, I, I would worry that they just cop out and, and do a draw, because do you think they want to protect Hazuki? Um, but they I hope not. Like, Utami. it's not... I, I Like, I don't think... I always felt that Hazuki was best in the role as Glass Cannon. Where she can lose, and I don't, I'm like, I think she's one of the few people who did it so well is that she can lose and still look like a threat because she could also win any match. Like, she could lose any match, but she could also win any match. And I think that's way more interesting than somebody like Momo, who's in the position where it's like she can't win any big, you know, any reasonable, you know, important match, but she can win the other matches. Um, but she, but she could also lose those matches. Like, like I feel like Kazuki was always great 
because she had that element to her. Um, so I don't think she needs to be drawing with these people. That's why I'm honestly quite annoyed that she's already had two draws in her return. Because it's like, she could just lose. As long as you have a precedent that she can also win, she can lose. And I feel like that isn't really taken advantage of very well. I think Unagi could be played the same way. Where it's like, just have, like, and she used to be until um, kind of recently with the with the GP and whatnot. It's like, Unagi can lose, but she can also be Tam on a good day. I think that's the best way to book some of these wrestlers. And they just haven't been doing that. Yeah, well, that's not what they do really anymore. Um, exactly. I just There's this precedent of Utami's world title matches going long that I feel like you could do a draw here. Um, just to really, as I said, just to cop out. I mean, they've seemingly half-arsed this entire card. I wouldn't be shocked to see them just do, well, screw it, time them a draw, you know. Um, especially when they're building to this whole... Uh, no time limit match between Utami and Siri. Maybe they want to drive home the fact that like Utami's matches are going long by having some of these go to a draw. Like I, I could see them doing that realistically. I think that makes Utami look worse than it makes Suzuki look good or makes any anybody look good or even like, promotes. Because it, it took her thirty one minutes to beat Umi and it took her forty five to draw with with Siri. Like what's what's another thirty minute match where? they hit the time limit to justify again Siri and Utami having no time limit. See, you're saying things that I don't like, and I also kind of disagree. Like, I understand. I, I agree. I don't like them either, but I could realistically see them going that way. Like, the end I goal can here see is it, that but I also... and Siri go long. They go Broadway. Like, that's the end goal. You know, for, I think... For them anyway. I think Hazuki coming back it makes me very upset, in a way. Um, because it feels like they're like they're uh, bastardizing her essence, you know? Because like she she barely had a match over fifteen minutes. Like she's had like ten matches over fifteen minutes in her career, um, and two of them are are gonna be in her return after five minutes. You know what I mean? Like I I I don't want to see Hazuki go twenty five minutes. Um, I don't want to see her go thirty minutes. I want to see her go twenty minutes. And I, I think they're setting themselves up for failure if they go to a time limit draw here in every sense of the way. Yeah, yeah I guess. But, you know, you never know what stardom. You it also, sense, I also uh... just don't want, I always just don't want the red belt to be a 60 minute time limit uh, title just because I think, yeah. I think 30 minutes is at its best a great great time limit um i think that's like when there are like there are really good 30 minute time limit draws there's like maybe two good 60 minute time limit draws at most ever like like that's that's the you know and like i'm somebody who liked that okada omega draw more than their other matches so i'm a i'm a sick fuck but i i think that 60 minute draws are almost always bad um i think 30 minute draws have a way a way better um ability to have good matches sometimes they don't sometimes they do but I don't think 30-minute draw needs to be abused, and I also don't think it needs to be raised. Um, and I think them going to a 30-minute draw here would be all the reason to be like, well, Hazuki wrestles high speed, and she couldn't even win the World of Stardom Championship um, in 30 minutes. So it has to be raised. I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. Except that's literally the point of the, the, the Siri Utami thing, is that's what they're going for. 
But um, yeah. you can always sense the dread set in. We have to discuss this world tile stuff because we just like do not like the way it's going at all. It's so funny. Um, yeah, poor Utami is just like stuck trying to do her best at a time where they're like, so we're gonna make his wrestle forty now, and she's like, why? <laughs> Um, I don't know if she wants to wrestle 40. I think she does. I think somebody got in her ear and was like, you have to be Okada. So now she's trying to be Okada. And uh, it's it's not fun. And she's um, a good Okada. She's a good Okada, but I don't think she, she needs to be Okada. She's great at literally everything they ask her to do. They keep changing what it is they want her to do. And I feel yeah. so bad for her. Because she's trying her best exactly to be it. everything they need as an ace-like figure. And they just don't seem to know what they want. And it's like, okay, could you at least just like help her out here? I don't know, but yeah, listen, it's, I don't know. Um, the next show to preview, because there's a lot of shows happening. Uh, it's the very next day. It's on November 4th. Uh, this is at Cork and Hall. Uh, in the opener, we have Aika and Siri against Lady C and Waka Skiyama. Uh, presumably, Micah and Siri will win here. Yeah. Hopefully. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> Like for a second, I forgot who you said they were wrestling. I was like, "Yeah, wait, <laughs> why wouldn't they win here?" Yeah, <laughs> I get you. Um, the next match is a uh, Blue Goddess block match. It is Mayu Iwatani and Rin Katakura against Starlight Kid and Ruaka. Um, presumably, Mayu and Rin will win here. You can just have Mayu pin Ruaka. Yeah, that should yeah, happen. Rin beat Rocka, one or the other, whichever. I would like to see Rin get a pin here. Yeah, um, that'd be chill. I think she can. You know, how how long has Rin been wrestling? I know it's been a while, but how long has has she been wrestling? I think it's like four years now. Yeah, yeah, years. okay. Because I knew it was over three. I just forgot if it was like four or like six, and I know it's not oh, six. She's but... like five years in. Oh, see, yeah, I guess it is closer yeah. to six. Yeah. Oh. She, she's great. She's like um, a marvelous hopefully. OG. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Is that it's like marvelous has been around for a while now. So I imagine she was she's been wrestling for a while, but I just couldn't remember exactly how long. Yeah, I think Rin could just beat Ruka here. Um, I think yeah. Young OED needs to lose a couple matches because they haven't yet. Um, mm. and I don't think they end up like at the top of the block. And so to do that, they kind of have to lose a few. Indeed. Um, next match is also a Blue Goddess block match. It is Momoaz versus Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. Um, could honestly see Mina and Tam winning. I don't think they have many points. I think they may have like one. Um, so they probably need to pick up some wins. Uh, yeah, man. I know Momoaz isn't winning this year, but I'm kind of sad about it. Because like... They should just be tag champion. Like, it's not hard. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.